Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Menu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous Seattle, uh, where we've had a tremendous amount of rain lately. Um, but I must admit, the trees behind my house look even more beautiful thanks to all the gorgeous water that's been pouring down from the skies. You know, we, I, we always talk about the weather at the top of the hour. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Well, no, I I do it for so that people will like. Look around at their own Move area. here. Yeah, men move here. <laughs> yeah, no, um, because we're so busy already. Uh, but we're also going to start talking about a, a particular chakra at the top of every hour. So, you know, you're going to look out your window and is it snowing or rainy or sunshine? Is it daylight? I thought you might work for like the census <laughs> on your side job, you know, outside yeah. the radio station. You know, you're trying yeah. to get people to move I here. think I would be better, though, at um, reading the weather than some of our weathermen, though. I, I agree. Well, then you're going to take my job because mine Aww. is terrible. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. But no, I, I agree. And, you know, we've needed it around here, especially in eastern Washington. Yes, we want to thank the rain for helping the firefighters mm-hmm. in eastern Washington. Washington and all the challenging fires that have been raging in our state. The, some of the worst f- fires we've ever had in history. And it's actually. making national headlines, unfortunately. And another bad part about, you know, having the thunder and lightning is it can spark up new right. fires, which is really we don't want. But right. it's going to help out those on the ground that are trying to save homes and Yes, and uh, we the thank acreage. them so much. Yes. Thank you so much for your hard yes. work and your ter- determination mm-hmm. and your skill set to be able to have that courage to go out into a huge forest fire Uh -uh. yeah and yeah we're we're very grateful so thank you firefighters you would try it sure (laughs) jump out of a plane oh my gosh yeah i don't know and there's just a ball oh i don't know that just sounds really and then just run and then dig and run some more and then (laughs) that's basically what you're doing well since we're talking about fire um, then we're going to briefly just talk about the second chakra before we talk about our big topic today which is karma and so the second chakra and I'm going to do this at the top of every radio um, time period we have, which is Thursday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific time here in Seattle. And, of course, live wherever you are at energyintuitive.com or, Benny, where else can people listen to the show? 1150kknw.com. Right. There's yeah. a button yep. on each page, on mm-hmm. your page and my page. Yep. It will take you directly to the streaming um, mm-hmm. live We've re- actually re- uh, designed our page, so the upper left-hand corner, now instead of the right-hand corner, it says listen, and it'll have a little drop-down window. You'll have options to choose whether you want audio, which is your standard radio, or vision. We actually have video cameras in the studio, and yes, Maria's currently on them. our little webcam, <laughs> and she's waving. Yeah, and put, put so, on my mascara and lip gloss this morning. Again, yes. you don't need it. <laughs> I've been over this over and over again. I yes. may need a little more <laughs> than you do. Yeah, but I other than that, it. those are uh, some areas to hit up. Wonderful. So because we're talking about fire, um, w- let's just talk quickly about the second chakra. It's just below the belly button, at the belly button for men, below the belly button for women. And when we look at Chinese medicine, we see a circular flow of energy. And if we look at it starting at the belly, it is actually fire. So in Chinese medicine, you want to have huge warmth, kind of inferno fire right at the belly. 
And then as it leaves the body and goes really outside of your body in this lovely, normal-looking circle before it enters the brain. So energy, one way we look at qi in Chinese medicine is a circular pattern from the belly up through the head, outside of the body again, and then back through the belly. And it starts with fire. When it enters the brain, it's cool ice water. So in Chinese medicine, what we want is to feel, because the second chakra is all about feelings, and then we don't want to think, um, because cool ice water means don't overwork the brain. Feel your emotions, be present with them, but don't overthink, overprocess, or analyze. So that beautiful second chakra governs all reproductive organs, kidneys, adrenal glands, lower back, the appendix. And a lot of times uh, we tend to repress energy in that part of our body as And all the chakras are actually used to a lot of human repression of emotion. A lot of humans don't feel their emotions. In fact, what a lot of humans do is they create feelings to support emotions that really come from their brain, so from thoughts, which aren't real emotions. But anger is a primary emotion that is uh, repressed in the second chakra. So, you know, maybe today just kind of hang out even during the show in that pelvic cavity in between your hip bones, right at the umbilicus or just below the umbilicus, perhaps contemplate the prostate gland if you're a male or the ovaries if you're a female, you know, get into those reproductive organs and just be present with it during the show to see if we can get some fire building in the belly and get some circulating ice water to your brain because as you feel more then you'll release stagnant energy from the brain which also helps with dementia by the way if you can release stagnant energy you're doing preventative care with all the neurotransmitters in your brain and the gray matter and preventing dementia which is really quite lovely we want to prevent that as much as possible we're not fans of dementia (laughs) no we don't want that. not at all no so karma, yes, yeah. In a way, big wh- believer. By the way, you're a big believer. Oh, totally. So, what does it mean to you? Like, if you were to think about karma or describe it in a nutshell, how would you, you know, express it? Being aware and helping others. Aww. You have to. Aww. Right. Well, I I think you must agree with this gentleman whose name I don't really know, but my daughter and her fiance bought their first home. Mm-hmm. And the market in Seattle is kind of crazy right now. Yeah. I mean, no one really has good. I mean, everyone says, yes, it's good. Yes, it's bad. No one has a firm hold or grasp on it right now. It's It's getting better. We do. It is getting better because we have more homes coming on the market. But we're like at the tail end of all of the housing stuff usually. Mm. I mean, in my opinion, from Mm. East Coast to West Coast. Mm. Right. Like feeling the love of how things are being spent. So what's happened in Seattle is that we've had few homes on the market. Mm -hmm. more Less inventory. Right. Mm -hmm. Less inventory. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people buying houses, so there's a lot of bidding wars going on, and homes are being sold Mm -hmm. above asking price. So my daughter and her fiancé have been shopping for Mm -hmm. months, and they have been outbid several times. Wow. Yeah, several times. So they... A few months ago, they made a, an offer, the mm-hmm. very first couple to make an offer on a home. And the man who sold them the house said, I want to do good karma. <laughs> and they gave them, of course, full asking price. So mm-hmm. he decided not to take any offers that were above the asking price. Wow. I know. Very generous of him. There were seven more offers that came in that, that evening. It was very kind. And they just moved into their home about a week ago. Yay! Congratulations. Yes. So I, I think he shares the same karma you do. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's again, if you're aware of it and if you're willing to pass along to others and mm-hmm. those uh, folks or others agree, right? then that's how it is. It's the right. whole uh, payback. It's you know, the whole or, uh, pay- yeah. 
what am I trying to say? Uh, when you buy coffee for others, you know, oh, yeah. you know where you yeah. just pass along. That's karma, you know. If you right. do on for good things for others, it'll pass along. Right. You know? Right. So I kind of think of karma. I, I agree Pay with you. Pay it forward is what I'm trying Pay to say. It forward. Pay it forward. Yeah. That's it's always it. a nice thing. Yeah. I always love that one. That mm-hmm. has happened to me a few times in a coffee shop. There it's you very go. kind. Yeah, it's very kind. Um, and so I agree with you about your definition of karma. I also think that karma, which is really about an action and a reaction. And so karma is happening every second of every day, which you also believe in. That's why you like to be kind and generous to people and, and all those lovely things. And it has a lot to do with previous actions that we've made. And many of those actions that have nothing to do with this lifetime. Well, in a way they do because anything you haven't worked on in this lifetime is being worked on you know, in things you haven't resolved in other lifetimes is being worked on in this lifetime. The scenario may look very different. You know, it may not be the 15th century. You may not be being accused of some, you know, simple crime where the punishment is very severe. It could be more about you're going to have to pay back taxes or um, you're going to have a neighbor who's going to infringe on your property. It could be something that's less severe in terms of the potential outcome, but nevertheless, the karma is still happening. So it's all about reaction. And I was thinking of this when I was driving this morning because I'm kind of a defensive driver and I love to drive. As you should be. That's how people are being trained <laughs> and should be trained, really? not offensive. You should never be an offensive driver. That's right, a dual right, term course, right there, yes. offensive and offensive. <laughs> should always be defensive. Right, defensive. Yeah. So in, anyway, when I see other people driving, what I would consider inappropriately, I notice myself just automatically, I, I will say something in the car, kind well, of loud yeah. and not very kind. I should put a recorder in there. Yeah, no, that would not be good. And so <laughs> so I'm, I'm pulling up to a light after I've even honked at someone who really didn't do anything to me, but they did something to someone else three cars ahead of me. I've done that. You're like, hey, you cut them off. <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking how that's really not good karma for me, Uh-oh. you know, because I'm stressed out. I'm in anxiety. I'm worrying about this other person. I'm judging this other person's driving. You've and accepted that information. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm and actually, emotion. and the emotion. Right. And so as I'm, you know, saying a few swear words in the car mm-hmm. and honking and, and almost it's automatic pilot. This is the interesting thing about karma is, is like you said, being present. If you're present more, then you don't just react. And karma is teaching us to be less reactive and, and more contemplative, more meditative about our experience and to be aware. And so, I, you know, as I'm at the stoplight reevaluating everything that just happened a few minutes earlier, I'm like, wow, okay, this isn't good for me karmically. <laughs> you finally had a chance to process it. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think it's going to, I've been thinking about this for a while, mm-hmm. actually. So it, this wasn't my first moment of awareness of uh, when I'm in the car um, swearing. Um. <laughs> yeah, I just can't get over you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I like I like swear words, actually. sailor, I guess. Yeah, a little bit of a sailor. Um, and so... As you become aware of any karmic right. reactions that you're making, it, what happens is your consciousness expands a little bit longer. So maybe you had 20 seconds of awareness after something happened, and then later you have a minute and a half of awareness. So the the space becomes longer and longer so that you have more time to change your reaction ultimately. And that's what we're looking at when we're looking at karma. We're looking at changing our reactive patterns so we can have different outcomes, which is incredibly important when it comes to having a life that's very fulfilling. And why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and um, answer some callers' phone calls. Sure, and if you'd like to join us on Marie's show, 877-825-8828 is the number, 877-825-8828. And we are discussing you about 
karma today on the show. Mm -hmm. So pass it along, I know, for some people right away. It's going to be, first off, Nettie, I believe. Yes, Nettie from Portland. Nettie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, Nettie. How are you? I'm pretty well. You know, my favorite grandmother, who was really a step-grandmother, her name was Nettie. And my mother and I were just talking about her the other day. So um, love your name. Oh, thank you so much. I created it when I no longer wanted to be my original name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. So what can I do for you today? Well, I would say for the past couple of months, I've had a lot of canker sores, and even my tongue is kind of white Mm -hmm. instead of beautiful pink. (laughs) Right. And And, And so do you know what the white means? I don't. Okay. I've looked online, but that um, scares me a little bit Aww. to read things that I don't know that are accurate for me. Sure, sure, of course. Yeah, yeah. So I've talked to a naturopath, but that she gave me canker goo, and that's not really resolving anything. Right, right. Well, um, the white on the tongue means that you have some toxicity going on in your body. Okay. That's what it means. And the canker sores mean you're, you're having a reaction, you know, yeah. to foods or things that are... I actually get some foods and also something mental that's going on for you. And mm-hmm. it has to do with you not being able to express your truth. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. And at this time, I would stay away from all raisins, currants, nuts. Those tend to be um, problems for uh, canker sores and mouth sores and, you know, cracking of the tongue and all of those things. So okay. I would stay away from all that type of food for now, maybe for a couple months. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to find different forms of protein if you want. And, and even like dried raisins and, you know, anything that has that acidic type of nature you want to stay away from. And then okay. ha- have you started taking L-lysine? No, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So it's, uh, I don't know exactly what it is. If we had a naturopath in the studio today, they would tell us exactly what it is. But it's really <sighs> great for canker sores. Okay. So I would go to your, you know, your your favorite a health food store um, and get a good quality um, L-lysine. And um, it's something I know that you can take often, but you can ask the person about recommendations about dosages and all of those things who works in the, in the store. But I think that's going to help you significantly. And if you're having a hard time, which obviously you are telling someone that you're close to, because that's what I'm picking up on mm-hmm. about what you're feeling, then I would certainly start journaling it. Cause I think if you can start to get it out and, and this is, karma, right? So you have right. a history in previous lifetimes, because that's what I'm being told right now, of, of being uncomfortable, of hurting other people's feelings by telling them about your needs or what okay. you want or what makes you happy. So, so, And that's why you're having such a strong reaction. This is what happens with karma, uh, is that when we consciously know something, which you, like you already know, you need to be speaking your truth, Karma gets stronger. It's almost like the universe kind of slightly pulls the rug out from underneath of you just a little bit so that so that you have another like secondary reminder like, wow, now my mouth hurts. It's hard for me to talk. Okay, I I really need to pay attention to this karma of me feeling comfortable to express my needs, regardless of how I feel other people are going to react, because I'm just as important as the other people in my life. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, can you already tell what the truth is? Because I think I know, but I, if I tell you, is it? Can you confirm it? Uh, well, maybe. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I, no, no. Seriously, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I have a very different perception of truth. I think the truth is about what you believe. 
Yeah. Because there's so many perceptions in life, you know, but and, and that's why it's important to have a conversation and have a have a talk with yourself about it in, in, because your truth is valuable. So here's I'm even getting a, a deeper understanding. You're worried about uh, you're so fearful that your truth isn't real that you want to be 100% sure that it's accurate before you voice your opinion. But truth isn't like that. Truth is unique. It's subjective. It's it's who you are. Mm-hmm. So you want to always speak from that place. Who am I? And what am I feeling? And, and what do I need? And what's true for me? And so what I'm picking up on right now, which is very cute, is that there's someone you don't trust in your life. Uh, yeah. And, and it doesn't matter if they did or didn't do what you think they did. Okay. What matters is you don't feel safe or comfortable being in a relationship with this person. And that's your truth. Wow, that could be a few people. So um, <laughs> that's the next, that makes me sad. Okay. Well, it's okay. It's just the truth. You know, like we right. all have people that we get along with or we enjoy or we trust. And those are people we want to surround ourselves with. And, and it's not personal. It just happens to be. And it's also a great opportunity for you to say, hey, I don't know what it is. I, I kind of think you did this. And I, I, I just don't feel safe around you. And and I'm I'm going to choose to choose other people to be in my life who I feel are more explicit about the decisions that they're making who are honest with me, but I feel some deception in our relationship and it's uncomfortable. Hmm. Hmm. Could it even be myself? No. <laughs> I sometimes think I'm deceiving myself specifically around having a child and I, it's kind of time sensitive. <laughs> okay, you are just so adorable. I love how you love to just confuse things so deeply. You know what I mean? Like your brain goes in 50,000 different directions. Are, are you there? Yes. Okay. I think she's trying to process that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm going to answer this one, and then we're going to go on to our next callers. But here's the deal. If you don't want to have a baby, it's okay. Okay. And and having a child is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right, Benny? Yeah. I do know, and, and it can come quick with two. Yeah. Right away. <laughs> yes, I, I thought one, and then it became two. So really think about it. Yeah, and, and if you want to have a child, fabulous. But if you don't want to have a child, fabulous. It's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of my girlfriends, my closest, dearest friends, don't have children. And there are days where I'm envious. They've traveled all over the world. You know, I didn't start traveling until a few years ago. There's beauty in, in both. And in being a parent, it can be a phenomenal experience. And, and not having responsibilities of little ones can be a phenomenal experience. So you just need to decide from your own perspective what you want, not what other people are telling you or what society says you have to do in order to be happy. But what do you want? That's your truth. Okay? Okay. I'll ask. All right. Have a beautiful day. Perfect. See, that didn't take that long. <laughs> I think she's still going to mull it over a little bit. There's quite a bit to talk about. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot going on here, right? And that's yeah. also karma. When we're when we're focused on what we feel mm-hmm. other people need for us or want for us, then we're we are creating a karmic reaction by not listening to ourselves. I concur. Yeah, yeah I do. So was that a shocking day when you found out there was two in the <laughs> oven versus one? Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Do we have to talk about it right now. No. <laughs> so there's still like some stress about it uh, from you that think moment. It will be for another what? Uh, Fifteen years. Are they 15? three now? They're yeah. three and a half. They'll be four in uh, January. So yeah.
Well, you they're know, beautiful of little, course little they are. buggers, you, you know, them. of but course. Yeah. You know, it, it can be a little stressful on the home front. Well, but, even my, know, my last that's... child was, well, my last two children were oops. And the last one was really a, a big oops. Like we were not going to have any kids at <laughs> oops all. And a bigger oops. Yeah. And, and so we had to contemplate that like, uh-huh. uh, but we, we decided of course, mm-hmm. you know, to have another adorable mm-hmm. being in our Let's lives. See. But I, but I, what I find is fascinating too, Benny, and just an FYI, when they turn 18, it's not like it was when we were 18. And you're younger than me. So, you know, it's been this interesting generational thing where you're 18, you move out of the house, you have all this independence. No, it's huh. <laughs> not like that anymore. They'll still come home. No, yeah, they, right. they don't leave. That's <laughs> <laughs> because they love you. Yeah, they love us. And if you're listening, uh, tuning in, it's a Marie Manucherry's radio show. We are discussing about karma on today's show. If you'd like to join us, we'd love to have you on the side. 877-825-8828 is the number. We'll be right back. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2014. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. We live in a world that's become predictable. Our realities are filled with distractions, hopelessness, and confusion. We've begun to lose touch of what we're truly capable of. It's time for us to regain our true potential. Join psychic medium and crystal child Lindsay Paul as she connects to the other side and brings back messages from beyond, along with her psychic and skeptic Abraham DeWeese and indigo child Sarah Ellis. They'll help you sort a new heights by answering your questions. Don't miss Wisdom Within Radio, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi, I'd like to report a bear hug. Uh, okay. Well, before I left my campsite, I was putting out my fire, and out of nowhere, Smoky Bear showed up and hugged me? So you drowned the fire, you stirred it, drowned it again, and felt that it was cold? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. He likes it when people correctly put out their campfires. He's pretty big on wildfire prevention. He's just letting you know you did good with a uh, hug. He's a hugger. I just got a bear hug from Smoky Bear. <laughs> Status update! All right, I'm going to let you go now. I've got uh, a lot of uh, ranger stuff to do. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part. SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. Marie is thrilled to announce she will be back teaching at both Hollyhock locations in 2014. She will be at the beautiful Cortez Island in British Columbia, June 29th through July 4th. Come join her for this five-day workshop at a breathtaking venue to learn about energy, perception, and healing while basking in the beauty of Cortez. October 24th through the 26th, 
Marie will be at the Hollyhocks Vancouver, BC location for a two and a half day workshop on discovering and dissolving blockages to health. Learn to discover how you can unravel old patterns and return to your authentic nature. Register online at hollyhawk.ca. Good news, Belgium. We're streamed worldwide at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to the Marie Manucherry Show. We're live in Seattle. Second chakra, just below the belt, at the umbilicus for men, just below the belly button for women, fire in the belly, as I mentioned earlier, and then we're talking about karma. So having clean fire in the belly means that you're in karmic balance, that you are taking that moment to breathe, because whatever we do to other people and the earth, this is a lovely quote that I, I don't know who, um, who said it, but whatever we do to each other or to the planet is what we do literally to ourselves. So it's very important. That's one of the reasons why I don't use pesticide on my lawn. (laughs) For me, it's like this karmic thing. You know, it's like I I just can't do it. So I always have to have a gardener because I can't weed like I used to. I just don't have the time. And um, in fact, the new house that I moved into, there used to be like a lot of farmland there. So we get deer that come into the. So I'm going to be planting strawberries for the deer and other things for the bunnies. Since we took some of their land, I'm going to be planting um, vegetables and fruits for them and flowers. <laughs> That's sweet because actually Brenda and Rob from Conscious Talk Radio, they do their show they, at 7 o'clock, do the right. same thing. They, they do, plant lots kidding. of No, they have a wonderful yard and they do the same thing. I've so. been to their home before, yeah, because mm-hmm. they're way out in the sticks, you know. Uh, yeah, Further out, yeah, they're in Issaquah, not right. that far, but they're on top of uh, Tiger Mountain, so right. it's a little bit at the t- you know. Higher up in elevation, uh, right. but he's constantly battling them coming around. But he just, hey, there, it's open, open area. So yeah, why not? that's what I feel like. Yeah, so yeah. bunnies and deer get ready for next spring because you're gonna have lots of strawberries. <laughs> you have your own little market. It's <laughs> yeah. Marie's market, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and as I plant the each one of right. them, I'm gonna be blessing the strawberries, uh-huh. and they will be organic. And they won't be sprayed with pesticide. You know, they're going to be just beautiful. So I, I love that. If we think about the earth as our, an extension of ourselves, then karmically we, w- we would make very different decisions about how we treat the earth, you know, and as an individual, but even as we're making decisions as a city or a country, you know, how would we, you know, sustain ourselves if, if we were an extension of the planet? Would we would we want uranium at the bottom of the ocean? If, if we are the ocean, is that where we want re- uranium? And should we even have uranium on the planet? Should we be right. producing it? You know, hmm, kind of interesting. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone line? Sure. And by definition, karma as a through Hinduism and Buddhism, it's the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence. Viewed wow. viewed as deciding their fate in future existences. Well, and that is so true. Right. I often have this image that I think my guides project to mm-hmm. me as I'm stepping on the planet or just walking. I, I, every thought I have, every thought I have is creating an action as I put my foot down. So it's actually perpetuating a path for me, for all of us. So every thought you have is actually creating a karmic reaction that's creating a path for you. So you want to be very conscientious of your thoughts and your feelings as you place your foot down on the carpet or the concrete or Mm -hmm. into your car or wherever you are because you are literally creating a path moment by moment. Your karmic 
choices from even your mental thinking is creating your destiny. So who do right. we have on the phone line? Sure. And if you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828 is the number for Marie Manucherry's radio show. We are taking your calls. July is calling in from Seattle. So July, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. What a great name. Oh, thank you. It's actually, Julie. But Julie. Okay, oh, okay. sorry about we that. Like July. <laughs> well, we like July and Julie. Yeah, we like it. I just we like go it. with that. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what can I do for you? Um, digestive issues. I wanted yeah. to know if you could uh, shed some light on that. Right. And have, how long have you been having those? You know, I'm in my 50s, and I've had them off and on since my early 20s. Uh-huh. But it, and I can really just seems to be I can just nail it and figure out what's going on and, and mm-hmm. take care of it through um, diet right. and emotions and supplements, and it doesn't seem to be doing it this time. Right. Well, you know, when we head towards menopause, one of the things that happens is we get a de- decrease in estrogen, and estrogen is a natural anti-inflammatory. So when we've already had an inflammatory process going on in the body, and, and you've known how to deal with it over the years through diet and probably probiotics and digestive enzymes and reduction of stress, all of those things from, you know, having a, a, a bowel that's overstimulated, if you will, um, and then the estrogen levels drop, then we have more inflammation, especially in those parts of the body where we've already had inflammation. So that's partially what's going on. I drew out your energy, Julie, and um, or July, whatever name you want me to call you. JJ. We'll JJ. Start, we can shorten it up. <laughs> I like the JJ. Now I have great. two different names, three different names. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Okay. So I'm looking at the back of your third eye, um, and you're very self-critical. You can disagree with anything I say, by the way. But I drew out this very large, really nicely structured third eye. I mean, it makes me realize how smart you are, what a great mind you have. You could probably learn anything. Do you think that's true about you? I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. I was thinking, well, could you come over to my house? Because I got to hang up these things with the broom and the mop and the dustpan. I just know you could come over right away and just get those things up on the wall. And I won't have to, like, work really hard reading the instructions. <laughs> because <laughs> your brain is very fast. It's organized. It's lovely. So I love the back of your third eye in that regard. But the extension. So the back of the third eye is meant to be flush with the occiput, which is that little bump on the back of your head. But yours goes out about 25 feet beyond your head. So, and that's just a metaphor for me, letting me know that you're self-critical. Critical. Yeah. And so the third eye, um, which, governs, which is governed by this beautiful chakra, also connects to the mental plane. And the mental plane connects to the digestive system. So when you're thinking self-critical things, it's actually feeding into your digestive system. And that can create inflammation. So if you can be kind and loving and compassionate towards yourself, you may notice a huge reduction in your in your um, inflammation in the gut. Okay, I, I'm. I'm not, I am. You nailed it. I am working on that. Good, great. So, what yeah. are you doing? You know, really, just trying to to realize those are just thoughts in my head that is not the truth. Mm. And. Mm. You know, really just working on a daily basis mm-hmm. daily? of just self-love. Right. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. I love your analogy of like, that's not true, because you're feeding new information to your mental plane, and it's then going to kind of pattern it in there. You're creating new karma, a different type of karma, because karma isn't necessarily bad. It just is a reaction, right? That's all right. it is, right? And then 
as you're doing that, which is wonderful because you're coming to a new perception and you're moving that, as I said, into the grid lines of the mental plane, which is fantastic. It's part of your org field, feeds into the digestive system and other things, the liver, pancreas, gallbladder, spleen. At the same time, then being very loving, like, oh, I love you so much, Julie. You are precious. And really going into that feeling sense because when I drew out your chakra system, your second chakra is heavy and and contracted. So feeling those type of emotions for yourself, I think, are challenging. I agree. Right. So whenever I do this exercise, which I do the same as you all day long, I'm in the same boat as you in terms of I think many of us are, you know, being kind to ourselves. I take a momentary time out and think about how much I love my children so that my energy is in a different vibration is before I start to have a self-love moment with myself. And and so if you can reflect in some way something or someone, some creature that you adore so you can get your vibration calibrated to a very compassionate and you know, delicious space before you have a self-loving thought or language with yourself, that could be very effective. Great. That's a great idea. Great. And you're releasing stagnant energy from your solar plexus right now, so I think you're going to start to have some reduction in symptoms starting today, which is wonderful. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. You too. I'll be over soon. Oh, great. Okay. (laughs) Thanks very much, JJ. Appreciate the call, right? (laughs) We're just changing people's names here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. That's what we do. (laughs) We try to spice things up a little bit more. Just pass the karma. It's karma just passing it along. See See what we're doing here? Right. I definitely had an example of it the other day as far as, you know, paying it forward Mm -hmm. and karmic. And, you know, you see little bugs running around, you know, as far as like on the ground. You're like, oh, and you catch yourself. I almost stepped on you on accident. Oh, right. So I helped him across. And I'm like, you know what? Then I had the thought, I'm like, you know what? Something's going to happen to me later. And sure enough, someone did the same thing. Aww. They were, honestly, I was coming out from the uh, grocery store, and I was going to push the cart away, and someone goes, no, I'll go and grab that cart from you. I'll take it inside. Aww. So that was pushed on right then and there. So I think the that, awareness of it. I think you're explaining something really important, that you can tell where you are karmically by how other people are expressing mm-hmm. themselves to you, how they're treating mm-hmm. you, the relationships that you're having. You can get a really good awareness of of how aware you are. I, I just think that's beautiful. You know, I don't like to kill bugs either. I like to capture them and put them outside of my house. Occasionally, there'll be a spider that just looks a little too weird for me, <laughs> and I'm too scared to try to catch it. He just sees you with uh, one too many of his eyes? Yeah, there's just... Mm-hmm. And I feel really I bad... I already bless him. Aww. I apologize. Well, you know. But I'm just too scared to even capture him. And it I don't happens. want him to bite me in the middle of the night. And I'm not sure what kind of a spider he is. <laughs> <laughs> but even when I do that and I'm blessing him, yeah. I am going, okay, I'm I'm very aware right now. There, there are consequences that could occur mm-hmm. with me, you know. And maybe there mm-hmm. will be beautiful consequences because I was aware and I blessed him. I have no idea. Yeah. But there's a constant cycle of action and reaction and consequences that are occurring based on karma, which is all about all the decisions you're making yep. all the time. So who do we have on the phone lines? Perfect. You are listening to Marie Manucherry's show, 877-825-8828 is the number. We will now travel southward. We'll take Amy calling in from California. Amy, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank <laughs> you for taking my call. Oh, you're welcome. What can I do for you? Um, I was just, I love your show, and I was hoping that I could just get maybe a general reading. Um, sure maybe some insight on where my job is going. Okay, sure. Um, 
first, I just want to ask, do you have someone who's passed recently in your life? Someone who died? Um, not recently, mm-hmm. maybe within the last 10 years. 10 years. Wow. Was it a big death then? Like, I know mean, somebody that was pretty close to me. Yeah. Because yeah. it's in your auric field as if it happened a week ago. Hmm. Mm. So have you allowed yourself to really grieve about this? Um, I think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. So how do you feel about their passing? Do you, have you come to some perception that's healing for you about I feel her around me all the time Mm -hmm. Uh, she was if it is this person she was very um, close to me and she she really helped me develop who I am so and so what's your perception though about her passing like what peace have you created regarding this because you know you have a really strong mind and when when your mind gets locked onto something, it's kind of difficult for you to unlock it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is which can be great if, if what you're locking onto is like really good for you. Right? Yeah. You know? Um, and so have you come to some peace about this person's passing where you can, re- like, you know it's okay? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's really good? Well... Um, <laughs> I, I think I have, I think in, in some ways, I mean, I do miss her still a lot. Sure. Um, and I wish she was still here, yeah. but, um, at the same time, you know, I know she's in a better place and I know that she's, you know, we'll see each other again sometime. Good. I, I think it's fun to realize that when a person leaves their body and this was 10 years ago, although intuitively it feels like yesterday for you, you know, yeah. you, know you carry it so close is that it was that person's time to go. Like they were done with their evolutionary process on the earth plane. And it doesn't matter how a person goes, whether they die of a long illness, it's very difficult and tragic, or they get hit by a car and they pass away, or someone (laughs) shoots them when they pass away, or they take their own life. It doesn't matter how it happens. The soul has said, oh, we're done. We need to go to another dimension to continue our evolutionary process. And so it's exactly what she needed. And it has really, uh, the passing of an individual really has nothing to do with everyone else on the planet. It's really about the soul's decision to further their education, so to speak. And um, and she pretty much verbalized that when, good. She, when she left the planet. But good. now I'm done. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard for you to accept it. You know what I mean? Like, I just... And I know we're not talking about your job because when, when you do energy work, you, you pick up on what's going on energetically mm-hmm. in the body, which can help your job, by the way, can help you um, move forward in careers when you can let go of things that are no longer f- important for you, that, that are challenging in other ways. Um, mm-hmm. Because I see you in your head like, well, if only we had done this or if she had done this or, you know, like this little bit of contemplating about how she could have stayed longer. Um and I think it would be really fun to just, if, if indeed this seems true for you, to um, really celebrate her choice. Like, wow, she made an awesome decision. You know, it was the perfect time for her to go. Because here's what will happen if you can get in that space authentically. You're going to get a download of information about why, from a very high awareness, why it was her time to go. Which will give you great peace, by the way. Okay. Not just because her body was falling apart and there was nothing anybody could do about it, but be- right, right? Be- because that's what I see this very long, drawn out, kind of challenging thing from from what I can see anyway. 
um, but from this place of, of her soul, which will be really fun for you. And then you're going to develop this lovely connection with you because she wants to help you still. You know, she wants to maintain the relationship, which you have. But but when you feel her, there's a sadness that comes over you. Um, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think if you can get into this space of this higher awareness, which would be super fun for you, you're going to get a lot of information about the cosmos, life in general, you know, real reasons why we come to Earth, um, again, why she had to go. Okay, so your real question is about career, and is it because you want to change careers? No, I love my career, but I don't think it's going to... I, I work for an agency, and I don't I don't think I'm going to work there forever, mm-hmm. um, but I love my job. I just, I mean... Kind of a weird question when you think about it. You say you love your job, but you don't think you're going to work there forever. It's kind of interesting. Well, I'm in an internship, um, Uh and I do like the agency work, but everything is so up in the air all of the time. It kind of makes me feel a little Uh unstable sometimes. Okay. So it sounds like you need to leave this company and go find a stable company. Because if you found something that you love to do, then you need to go find a place where you can do it where you don't feel, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So you're fortunate to have discovered what you love. I do not think what you're doing is your life path, by the way. I think it's a part of it, but I don't think it's your, ah, destiny. Really? Uh Yeah. Any ideas what it might be? I was like, she's processing that one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Well, what do you do exactly (laughs) without having to give away the whole thing? A therapist. Pardon? I'm a therapist. Oh, you're a therapist, but you work for an agency doing therapy work? Yeah, I work with mandated clients. Uh-huh. Okay, so how about working on your own? Like a private practice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that kind of being incorporated later on. No, right now. <laughs> hmm. Well, let's put it this way, because your later on is like another decade, you know, down the road, and I wouldn't wait 10 years. I, I would seriously consider how can you put into your your work the things that you really love to do because in this mandated work that you're doing you can only also do certain things and you have a really big toolbox Mm -hmm. that goes beyond the definition of therapy would you agree okay yeah (laughs) i mean i think that healing comes in a lot of different forms Oh, sure. A cup of tea is extraordinary. No, I think therapy's lovely. I refer people to therapists all the time. I think it's a fabulous career set. But you love magic as well. You love magic, yeah. intuition. You love mm-hmm. holism. And, and, and so incorporating all of that into um, what you do that you love, which I didn't see as your path, but I think it's because the path is more unique. It's not you working under mandated controls. Um, that's what I think. Okay. Okay. Well. So, so try to think about whose practice you could potentially join mm-hmm. and, and start building your practice now instead of waiting a decade until you have all the, your ducks in a row. That's where the hard part comes in. I'm a duck in a row kind of gal. I know, I know. And but if it's a ways out, you have a little yeah. bit of time to do it. You don't have to do it right now. Right, right. But start contemplating it now, not yeah. waiting the decade. You know, ducks in a row is lovely, but I see a lot of people not taking risk in life, mm-hmm. you know, and they wait a really long time till everything is all figured out and mapped out. And right. I think that that wastes precious time and energy. When you're ready, you're ready. You're ready. Okay. 
Okay. All right, sounds good. All right, have a beautiful day. Thanks, Amy. And real fast before we go to the break, speaking of karma, this is a story as of yesterday out of New Hampshire. I had to, I actually looked this up and, and saw it. A lady was driving. She's 33. I can't remember her name, but I do remember the story. She was driving. Some mother and her ducklings were crossing the street, busy street intersection, you know, so she stopped her car, shuffled all the little ducks to the Aww. side along with mom. And sure enough, state patrol shows up. Gives her a forty dollar ticket. <laughs> so with that being of possible good karma, yeah, came a negative. But right. maybe it might spin back on the officer. However, it was a law breaking thing as far as she's not. You're not allowed to stop in the middle of the road. So I think people should donate up to forty dollars and have the ticket paid. I think that's a great yeah. idea. So I, there you I go. think it's and and that's the lovely thing about karma when you're making mm-hmm. a decision that's really in the best for all. It doesn't mean that society supports it. Bingo. Right. It doesn't mean that. But you have to follow your karma regardless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to take a break here on Marie Menu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back Josie Varga with amazing and wonderful stories of divine visits. On Saturday, Peter Ames Carlin talks about the life and times of Paul McCartney, a revealing look about the man, the music, and the mania. Then in the second hour, we don't just talk about him, we play Paul McCartney music from the Beatles to Wings and beyond. Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Go Caleb! Come on, hit a homer, Jesse! Let's go, guys! Hey, did you guys know that kids who play sports earn more money when they grow up? <laughs> of course, I, I knew that. Hey, did you guys know that kids who read books have a bigger vocabulary? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Wow, jinx. (laughs) Did you guys know that friendly children have more friends? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's true, I knew that. Did you guys know that winter babies are better at music? Everyone knows that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, It's pretty obvious. Yeah, Yeah. so obvious. Oh, hey, guys, did you know that most people think they're using the right car seat for their kid, but they're not? Huh, I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure I knew that. I'm pretty sure you didn't. Parents who really know it all know for sure that their child is in the right car seat at the right age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat to make sure your child is protected. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Healing is so important to the body, and Marie would like to help you do that in the very best of ways. Here's a list of upcoming events and workshops where Marie can help you. Join her at East West Bookshop Friday, July 25th at 7.30 to 9 p.m. for a talk on letting your body tell you what it needs to heal. And on Saturday, July 26th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m., a workshop, and it's all about connecting to the infinite intelligence within. 
September 19th through the 21st, she'll be in Redmond, which she'll have a workshop on how to become a Reiki master. Then in October, maybe you want to meet Marie down in Portland, Oregon. She'll be there for a weekend at Ohm Base. On October 3rd, from 7 p.m. to 8.30, it'll be a talk on Love Your Body Back to Health, followed by on October 4th, from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m., a workshop on Connecting to Guidance. For more information about Marie's show, visit her website at energyintuitive.com. Made fresh each day for you. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. This is what you'll get when you mess with us. Welcome back to the Mary Manu Cherry Show. We're talking about karma. And, you know, Buddhists talk a lot about karma. Um, they believe that through meditation you gain awareness of potential karma, and it helps you to make decisions that lead you into karmic freedom, which is, is really interesting because every reaction is creating a, a another reaction, <laughs> which is leading to a karmic situation. So one of the things they believe is authentic spiritual endeavors carry us to a more liberated spiritual existence. Selfless actions ultimately lead to freedom from karma and worldly attachment. So they believe having a lot of attachment to worldly events mm -hmm. leads to the karma that's challenging. And, and kind of like what your story about the lady who, you know, apparently got a big fine because um, it's more than $40 as you're I refreshed my yeah. memory and had to look up the article uh, via foxnews.com and a news Fox source. Fox adorable. Yeah, of course, right? <laughs> uh, so New Hampshire driver stops to help ducking, ducklings and gets a $100 ticket. $100 apparently it's gone ticket. up. Uh, she uh, saw some ducklings and her mother walking across the road. It was, I believe it's uh, Haley Babo, I believe is how to pronounce her Who's last name. famous now for stopping her car and helping ducks cross the street. Bingo, yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, one of the ducks and the mother was already Aww. also already hit and passed away. Aww. So she was doing a good thing by stopping and helping the rest of them over. Sure. And of course, the state patrol issued her a citation for stopping in the meeting, which is against the law. And it's not an emergency under right. his... Under Ooh. his perception, that was yeah. an emergency, but right. we're talking about lovely, beautiful life, right? Yeah. <sighs> Fascinating. So just know that when so you're- So sad. Uh, it is sad. And also lovely to see that she stopped and, you know, she helped mm -hmm. the rest of the decks get across the right. road, you know, it, that when you're making a decision that's helping you to get positive karma, which really means making a decision that's good for you in the world, mm -hmm. that's what karma really means in, in a way. Like you'll find out right away when you're making decisions that aren't good for you or the world because karma starts to come back. Like maybe our last caller who's feeling the stress of the agency that she's interning in, which is also exciting to do an internship. But helping her to realize right. that working on her own or making, maybe working with one other therapist would probably be in her best interest. So, but we're not always supported by worldly laws and, and all of those things. It, it doesn't mean you should not you know, walk in good karma. It just means you may not always be rewarded from the worldly aspect, but from the spiritual world, you will be. You will be loved and cherished and appreciated, as everyone really always is, but as you do healthy, lovely, good karma, you return um, healthy, lovely, good karma to you. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Sure. We have time probably for one more call before the end of the show. We'll take Marty calling in from Kirkland, and it looks like a question about some torso shaking. Oh, torso shaking. Hello. How are you? I'm good, Marie. Thank you for taking my call. Great. What can I do for you? Well, actually, I'm not so good. Yeah. Um, the last few days I've had this really intense 
it makes it keeps me awake sometimes at night. Uh-huh. Um, it feels like my my um, my second and third chakra are just vibrating. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you know, I'm trying to <laughs> going through some challenging times. I guess as the whole world is. So right. Well, I- I'm just. I just wonder what your yeah. Input well, is. it sounds like to me that you're opening Kundalini, actually, and um, it's very common to have that vibrational pattern, especially in the lower abdominal area of the body when you're opening uh-huh. Kundalini. Different people have different experiences when they open Kundalini. It's actually a very good thing to open Kundalini. I think. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's very positive. It means more energy for your body, more fire in the belly, more awareness, more consciousness, more passion. And so I would just go with it instead of going, oh, my God, what's happening to me? I would just <laughs> go with it. Just how how about move into awareness and, and maybe a meditative, take some moments throughout the day where you meditate with the second and third chakra and just be with the movement. I've had people lay on my table, their whole bodies shake sometimes the entire session um, while they're opening up Kundalini. And, and of course, they still have shakiness even when they're not with me sometimes, but the shakiness will increase as um, we're moving the energy through your through their body. So you're fortunate that it's happening kind of under the radar. Other people don't know that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you're opening Kundalini. So that means something passionately has you've evoked some passion in your life. Do you know what it is? Well, I'm, I, maybe, um, I, the work I do with animals, but I'm, I'm not sure it doesn't feel fully there, Uh but it's a passion for you. Mm -hmm. And is it kind of new or, uh, I've been doing it for about four years. Uh huh. And is it just getting more and more exciting and more interesting? It is. It feels like a new level is coming. Wow. Yeah. So that's what evokes Kundalini is passion and which could be sex. Some people open up their Kundalini through extraordinary, amazing sexual experiences. Some uh-huh. people do it through, you know, passion from like their work or what their studies or looking at beautiful nature. But something has touched their soul so deeply, they've evoked this ancient, powerful energy into their body, which really is normal. Everyone is supposed to be running Kundalini in their body. It's normal and healthy to have. Mm-hmm. And so congratulations mm-hmm. is all I have to say about it. That's great. Good for you. That's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. I'm going to be at East West Bookshop tomorrow night. And if you want to um, sign up for the, the talk, you pretty much want to call East West Bookshop right away because uh, that class is filling up. So is the Saturday workshop. We do have some spaces left. I'll be there between 730 and 9 tomorrow night talking about um, listening to your body. And then on Saturday, it's a five-hour workshop, noon to five, talking about opening up to all of your amazing awareness inside of you and really understanding your consciousness. So I look forward to seeing you tomorrow at East West Bookshop and, of course, Saturday. Joyful blessings, everyone. Bye-bye.